Welcome to As We Understand Him, a weekly coffee chat exploring a deeper relationship with God as we understand Him. You can download As We Understand Him weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at As We Understand Him Podcast. For additional information, to hear episodes, and to access resources and writings, please visit our website, asweunderstandhim.coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys trying to figure out the God thing, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Morning, Glenn. Hey, what's up, my brother? Boy, figuring out the God thing, is that not a fact or what? Uh, I know, right? You know, it's... uh... I think I think just recently I've come to embrace the fact that it's 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 the journey. It it's never going to be the destination because because the me changes every day, right? And and my environment changes and things happen and I look at things in a different way, but but yet I'm I'm in the same lane. I'm in the I'm in the same lane every day. I'm just I just veer to the right, I veer to the left a little bit. You know things change, and and then then I'll I'll come upon a curve in life. You know, some people call it a season in life, but you know, I I just come upon these curves, and I'm just like kind of hang on. You know, it's kind of like going on an off ramp. You know, it says to reduce your speed to 20 miles an hour. You know, I but look do down, you? I'm still doing four. Yeah, no, I'm still I doing know. four. I'm doing 40. I'm, I'm and then you wonder why your car's stressed, you're stressed, you're almost going off the side yeah, of the my, road, and right. and all of a sudden I realize my hands are gripped onto the wheel. I'm like. Dude, why didn't you just take your foot off the accelerator and follow the sign? Yeah, so not that hard. So you know when we talk about the journey, and I, you know, I love that, and I, you know, it's not a, it's not a destination; it's a journey. But as I sit here, and I don't want to get all freaky spiritual on you, you know, when, when, when I first, you know, thought spirituality, you know, a, I knew it was God, the God of the Bible. But then there's a lot of different ways of, you know, there's a lot of different you know, quote unquote, spiritual paths in this world. You know, there's, I mean, I'm not going to make myself look stupid trying to name them, but there's like Zen and Buddha and. Right, sure, sure. Right, you know, right, I mean, right, there's, right. There's a lot of different paths, right? But but mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think. So, so I, I think the destination is different, right? I think, I think. I think at the end of the day, and again, I'm not trying to sound all Jesus or churchy, but at the end of the day, I'm starting to think about eternal life, right? That that the Bible promises me, right? So so maybe that's the destination of you know of and and what I know from the Bible is that I've done the right things to get me on that path to get me qualified, you know, for eternal life, right? So now I'm not just thinking about this journey, I'm thinking about that journey and what I've done and am doing today you know, has, has qualified me to, to get there. Right. I love that. Then it reminds me, then it reminds me, and again, this is, I'm not mocking religions out there, but there's so many religions that have so many to do's, you know, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to go here. You got to go there. You got to pay for this. You got to pay for that. You got to go to these classes, you know, and, and yet I'm reminded about the dude on the cross, you know, um, you know, in, in the Bible, you know, during the crucifixion, the dude on the cross next to Jesus, he didn't do any of that man-made religious rules bullshit. All mm-hmm. he did is turn to Jesus and said, hey, man, I believe in you. Forgive me for my sins. And, and, and that night, 
And I'm not even sure if that dude knew what he was really doing. They, you know, he didn't have a Bible, you know, a Bible study to to go right. through. But he just looked at Jesus and he knew something was different. He knew he was the man, and and he knew, you know, putting him to death was not the right thing. And and that night he was in heaven. Yeah. He didn't yeah. pay for any classes, Mikey. No, no, and he probably Dude. ate meat on Fridays. He probably did, right? And yeah. and hey, hey, you know what? Again, I'm not mocking that stuff. All I'm saying is all that stuff doesn't get you to the destination. Well, and I and so so that's interesting because I talked about the journey. You went right to the destination, and I don't know. Maybe it's our age. Maybe it, maybe it's our perspective. Maybe your but, age, but not I mine. Agree. I'm young, man. Watch yourself now. <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, the more I read, and I and I do love reading the Bible, right? And and the more I read, I, I you're right. I don't think the promises. I don't think the promises of this pain free existence. I, I don't think they're talking about here on Earth. You know, I think I think with the treasures, you know, it's like the it's like the lotto. Right now, right? So it, it could be, it's over a billion dollars, right? It's over a billion dollars. And frankly, I don't want to win. I know that sounds wacky to I was a lot just, of people. Right before you said that, I was saying the exact same thing. I don't play because I don't want to win. That would not be I don't want to win. I, a billion dollars would not totally change. It would totally change my life. It, people would be demanding and people would be manipulative. People would be up my business. People would be fake people yep. you know now we we got real relationships real people come over we we have real real conversations we do real hugs and they go about their way you know there's, there's no, not ulterior there's no, motives no right it's real and yeah yeah it is it is it's 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 good stuff it's so good man stuff we got there. got sidetracked what what are we talking about today yeah you know i think it comes back I th I think it sounded like a sidetrack, but but it almost is a good segue, and that's prayer, you know, because because prayer is that real relationship. Prayer is something that is built on the destination, but is so interwoven into the journey. Um, boy, I just spent eighteen words putting something in. A prayer is important. Let me just put it that way. It, so prayer so, connects me. So my first experience with prayer. Um, wasn't really good. Um, it was you know I grew up in the church, right? And 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 first of all, we um, we said grace at every meal, right? So it was just mm -hmm. something that you mumble through. It mm -hmm. was just a period of time that meant zero to me. So right. I got nothing out of that. Uh, but growing up in my house, we had to say you know Lord, we thank you for this food. Bless it to our bodies, and thus to Thy service. Bless the needs of others, and or. In Jesus' name, amen. Something like that, right? I mean, yeah. I, I, I mumbled that a thousand times growing up. And and, mm -hmm. and then my other um, experience with prayer was in church. Um, and every church service that we had, we had a, a prayer, right? That was on the, I almost said that was on the menu. That was on the, in, in the bulletin, uh -huh. right? In, in the program, mm -hmm. you know, when it said what we're mm -hmm. doing, there was, you know, prayer, and and that was really like eleven minute prayer sessions, 
Um, we would pray for missionaries. We would quote scripture. We would use big, big words. And it was almost like a competition. And we've talked about this before, but it's almost like yeah. a competition, right? People sure. use the word sanctification. Oh, I get 12 points for that word, you know, or, or, you know, Scrabble, Scrabble for uh, Christians. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. It's exactly <laughs> what it was. It was like prayer Scrabble, right? And, yeah. the, and the bigger the words, the more points. And, and it meant nothing. It meant nothing to me. I saw zero value in it. People nodded off. I mean, I just, I just didn't get it. Right. And, and then in college, I, I, you know, I remember a guy, I still remember this day, this, I went to a Christian college, um, Liberty University, <clears throat> and, um, and there are a lot of like, I mean, I was there for business, but there were a lot of like pastor you know, people there, and, and so obviously they, they love prayer, right? And I remember this one dude, he says, I said, hey, you got a big test coming up this week. He goes, yeah, I'm praying about it. I'm like, well, how about studying about it? Oh, no, I'm praying about it. I trust God, you know, God can move mountains with, with prayer. He's going to give me, you know, he's going to help me through this. So after the test, I say, Hey, how'd you do? He goes, Oh man, I flunked it. And I said, well, how about that prayer thing? And he said, Oh, yeah, Je right? Jesus must be testing me. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, and it just really clicked for me there. You know, I, that prayer didn't work. I mean, at some point you got to do the action, Right. And right. and and what I'm learning now is you know hey faith to move mountains yeah and and, and pray yeah I get it uh, but maybe not figuratively you know I can't go right. to Mount Everest and say hey move over 20 feet because I have the faith I I don't think so at least not for me my my faith in prayer is not there yet you know right 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 however right. yeah yeah you know for me I uh, uh, we didn't do grace at dinner you know because because dinner was to be served hot. And that was the priority, and uh, we didn't do that. But then, but then I went to you know school and, and church on Sundays, and and uh, I was ritualistically introduced to prayer, and we and we would just say you know a couple three prayers uh, repeatedly. So you know you'd get pretty good by by early youth. I was pretty good at reciting uh, those prayers. So, and, so uh, you you actually prayed, you actually recited the words, but did it mean anything? No, no, yeah. no. But but now, I mean, so I know we're going to jump to that, but but yeah, no. It, the, the answer to your question is no. I was just you know going through the motions. I mean, but but and kind of proud that I knew the words, but but had absolutely no emotional tie to the meaning behind each phrase in those in those recited prayers. Yeah. So, and the the one thing let's bring it a little more current, right? Years, you know, ten years ago, or whatever. I mean, I I had two prayers that I prayed all the time, and I know you foxhole prayers, right? Let's just call them foxhole prayers. Right, right, right. My two favorite foxhole prayers was one, God, I need a million dollars, and the second one because of my raging alcoholism. The second one was, God, please stop these shakes. Mm -hmm. and, and I was always pissed off, and I knew that prayer didn't work because every time I opened up, opened up my bank account, I never had the million bucks, and the shakes never stopped. I always had to have another drink, you know, another cocktail, and then that would stop the shakes. 
you know, and and I, I was on a really bad path. So I thought prayer was useless, you know, and I was always mm-hmm. foxhole prayers. Prayers only matter when I was in trouble, and you know, then I would make the deal with God. You know, hey God, oh, yeah. you know, hey man, you stop these shakes, I'll never drink again. You stop these shakes, I'll do X, Y, Z. It just didn't work, right? Mm-hmm. So I was pissed. So one, so you know, I go to this church, and you land up going to the church too, and and uh, they actually had a series of of uh, messages um, on prayer, mm-hmm. and what it helped me do is unlearn a lot of the bullshit that I, you know, prayer stuff. And it helped me learn new ways to pray. Mm-hmm. And and what I learned when I put those, because I really, you know, hey, I'm in the pool. You know, I do, I surrendered. You know, you tell me what to do and I'll do it, right? Because I can't mm-hmm. figure it out myself. And, and I stopped doing that a while ago. But what I learned is when I start praying this different way, this new way, prayer works really great in fact prayer is a superpower did, did, so now you can pray for a million dollars and get it yes hmm. how's, how's, how's that working for you it works now what I have found because what as I look back Mikey um, mm-hmm. God answered both of those prayers for me um, and I just didn't know it and I'm not just trying to do mental gymnastics here, right? But as I look back, that million-dollar prayer, mm-hmm. first of all, what what I have realized today, sitting here today, is that God has given me talents and abilities and skills and competencies and all those sexy words to go out and fairly earn a million dollars. That might take a couple of years. A bunch of years, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, I can go mm-hmm. out and earn that million dollars, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 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 so he answered that prayer. It's going back to the test taker, right? I have to do something, right? Right? I, I just don't open my my bank account, right? Second thing is on stopping the shakes. Um, what what God has done is He has given me a program of Alcoholics Anonymous, the twelve step program. And if I again do the work, if I commit and do the work of Alcoholics Anonymous, those twelve steps, I don't have to take a drink today. And if I don't take a drink, guess what? I don't get the shakes. Right. So there you go. So what I've learned today is I don't I don't pray for the billion dollars because a I know the billion would ruin me. Um, mm-hmm. But what I pray for today is is not things. It's not a, a Sears catalog Christmas wish list. What I pray for today is strength, courage, patience. Right. I pray for wisdom. Show me some insights. Right. Open my mind, open my heart. God, I'm challenged, right? I need some help, right? God, I can't do this alone, right? But what I mostly pray for today is others. Right. I would say 80% of my prayers today are for others. Mm-hmm. You know, and as I see people go through things, I mean, we're clearly involved in the server community. We have a men's group, 
you know, church group that we belong to. There's 18 or 19 in our text string. Always stuff going on. Always stuff going sideways. You had a guy this week with an eye problem, right? And and one th- and so I I will stop and I will pray and I'm like, I mean I don't pray. I mean I I, I don't. This may be wrong, but I don't pray for that dude's eye to to you know fix that eye, right. create a miracle, right? Right. 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 I, I, I just don't pray for that. Maybe, maybe I should. Right. It's it's hey man. This dude's facing a problem. He's facing some challenges. You know, hey, God. Give just, him some peace. Give yeah, him some comfort. Give him some give strength the, give, and courage, give, man. Just give give him. Give the, doc, give the doctors the strength to guide and, yep. and do their thing. But, you know, I, I think I heard it enough times, and I can't I can't burst quote it for you right now. But, you know. No it, scripture throwing? No, no scripture throwing. But, but you know, I've heard it a, a million times, and, and that is that God does hear prayer. And, you know, and, and what I've learned over time, where my prayer life has changed is that I was, I was laying out a path that, that would work out best for Mikey, but really uh, his path in my life has, it's proven to me that his path is better than my path. So the dude with the eye problem, great guy, um, and and yeah my heart i just i you know i couldn't imagine going through what he was going through and i wanted him cured no doubt about it i I wanted him cured but just as a reflection of where my prayer life is these days my prayer was for peace and comfort through the storm um my prayer was for the doctors to you know, be guided and and use their gifts accordingly, and 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 that God's will be done. You know, and 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 that we can all praise Him through that. I, and that, maybe that sounds like a Sunday school answer, but that's really where my heart is these days. It's not it's not out, outcome driven, and and again, I could be wrong. You know, um, well, I I think part of this, you know, and we are both on the sober path, and we both, you know work and live the 12 steps but if you look at step three right um made a decision to turn our will and our life over to the care of god as we understand him right mm-hmm. if you really do that if you really do steps two and steps three it's no longer our show right, right. so so now when we pray right do we demand the outcome my right. my demand for the outcome is gone, right? Because if I demand an outcome, that is my will, that is my way, and I'm in the driver's seat. So we right. understand it. There's three ways that God answers prayer, um, and I have seen every one of these answers work, and it's almost every one of my prayers. I can almost pinpoint what the answer was. And I, I think people do prayer journals, and there's some wisdom in that, right? I think there's yes, some, yes. some cool stuff because over time, you can look back. But over time, I, there's some specific things that I've prayed for. In fact, p- people joke in my family. They uh, joke. They're like, hey, if you need something, have Glenn pray for it. God answers his prayers, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, if I know how to fix the car, I, I can fix the car, you know. But if I use a hammer on the engine, it's not going to work. Right, so if I use the right tools, 
So the, the three answers are one is yes, because I really believe God wants us to have an award-winning, fulfilling life, right? Mm-hmm. I really believe that. Maybe not the way we think, mm-hmm. but I really believe that's goal, God's goal for us. Second thing is, second answer is no. And, and I used to get pissed off at that because that was going against my will, right? And the third thing is not now. And, and, and I see not now is one of the most brilliant answers I have seen because if you start to sit in the back of the bus and get out of the driver's seat, you can watch things work. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be very aware of how things work around us. And, and I, not now is one of the most brilliant things because I'm like, well, I want it now. But what I have found is when I, I say, hey, I'm not getting yes or no, the answer must be not now, right? Let me just suffer better through whatever. Let me just live. Let me just continue to ask for peace and guidance and let me just keep praying about it. But what I have seen is not now is what actually happens. The actual outcome is better than I could have crafted. And that, Isn't that the thing? blows yeah, my mind. You know, it, it reminds me of parenting, uh, you know, my parenting role in my grandson's life who lives under our roof and he's 11 years old and, you know, so he wants to have a brownie, you know, an hour before dinner, a half hour before dinner. And, uh, you know, so he says, can I have a brownie? And, and I say, well, absolutely, you can have a brownie after dinner, right? So I answered him, answered him yes, you know. He heard no, but I answered him yes, and he got his brownie when it was a healthy time for him to eat his brownie. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think that's the way that I've seen God work in my life. Well, isn't it really God our parent? I mean, don't don't we kind of look right. at it that way? Right. And 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 you know, a lot of times I, I want the yes. I want the brownie. Right. Right. And and I and I, I get the result of, I might even end up with a better dessert after dinner. Um, I might end up with ice cream and extra chocolate on it. But but the, the, I guess the big change for me is has come in the fact that the world tells me that things happen instantly. You know, you get instant results. You know, especially, fast, especially with technology, right? Instant. That's right. Fast food, quick answers. Um, you know, you get you get the whole you get the whole thing, and and God works on His time, and and His timing. I found by fact, I found that His timing has been the best for my life. Uh, you know that that everything that has transpired in my life was meant to stay on the track of his timing. He was going to make it happen. I was getting the brownie when he was ready to give me the brownie. And not before then, not not any sooner, not any later. I got the brownie. I got the dessert when it was time for me yep. to get dessert. That's not now, man. It's, it's hey, you know, and, and, and that's really, I mean, we always talk about the, the father – kid relationship with, with God and there's a dude at church, a pastor at church got up on stage and he's a, a you know, long haired dude and puts his arms out and he goes, Daddy, you know, and I, I, I was waiting for the lightning. I mean, that's how I, I grew up, right? You know, and that's where a guy in our group, I love it. He goes, you know, I don't think God's worried about the capital G. 
You know, and kind of how we, you know, just the religion crap that we grew up with, you know, drives that. God wants us to have a relationship with us. I mean, frankly, full transparency, sometimes I call God dude because I love Mm -hmm. him so much. And and I go into a challenging situation. I'm like, hey, dude, come with me. You know, let's let's do this together. But a couple things as we wrap up here. One is um, what I know for a fact for me is uh, prayer changes the prayer. Mm -hmm. It gets me outside of my head. It gets me outside of being God because if I'm praying to God, I'm not God, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I have to plug in my iPhone, you know, I'm not the source. I'm not the power source. So mm-hmm. I don't live. Mm-hmm. I don't live my life as the power source anymore. So, you know, prayer has changed me, and 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 also a key thing about prayer. I, I think prayer is a way to connect and communicate to God. Mm-hmm. I also think meditation is very important. Quiet time, uh, because I think that's when God speaks to us. Right? I don't hear God's voice, but I have inner intuition that I mm-hmm. know is not of my thinking or my body when when mm-hmm. i'm in quiet meditation and i have a thought or a feeling or intuition that comes out of total left field that is mm-hmm. not part of my cognitive brain i mean i kind of connect that to hey that's god talking to me and i also think mm-hmm. god talks to me through other people you know mm-hmm. or or god shots you know and it's just funny as as i'm thinking and praying for something how many different places i get a connection you know, and it's like, you know, I love how this works. So, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think you got to get out of the driver's seat. I mean, there, there's some keys, but man, prayer is a superpower, one hundred percent. It's just different than all the crap that I would grew up with and I was taught growing up. Just different, right? So, and you know, to, to unpack the prayer thing, you know, for me, there was an epiphany moment. And, and I think that the disciples shared an epiphany moment, too, because they were, like, perplexed over this prayer thing, right? And they're like, wait, you know, how does this, I don't get it, I don't get it, how do you do it? Okay. They get right down to it, just tell us how you do it, you know, right. tell, because you're doing all this going away. I mean, Jesus' life is in strife, and, and what is his response? It's always prayer, you know, he goes away and he prays. Yep. It's like, what, you know? So they come back and they say, you know, tell us what you do. And and I that's this is why I love you about the daddy thing and the and the pastor at our church with long hair saying you know daddy right um, you know the I first mean, I two freaked words when are, I heard that I I literally I had a yeah. physical reaction like I I shrunk down because mm-hmm. that's a crap that you know but that's not what it's about man you know here hey I will give a great example it's like when my sixteen uh, year old. You know, so it's a daddy kid relationship. My 16 year old back then called me Glenn, right? She didn't call me dad. She didn't call me daddy. I remember she was being a smart aleck and she called me Glenn. Mm-hmm. And, and it put me back at first. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we were communicating, we were connecting, right? And it was awesome. You know, and, and you know, it's that connection that I think God wants from us. And I, I think, think so he could too, care less think, about the capital G. Yeah, that he could care less, but look at how he taught him how to pray. He said, "This is how you pray, our Father, right?" And then he goes, "But how does he start it? Our Father, our Father." You know, I mean, it's not 
oh, omnipotent one master of the universe and, you know, that's... That's well, see, that's where, you know, it's funny, and, and we've, we've progressed in our church group, right? Because, you know, we, we are trained to recite, you know, and, and I'm not knocking the Lord's Prayer at all, but I think the most real prayers are from the heart without, without all the churchy church stuff. Absolutely. Right? You know, and, and just the real connected communication with God gets us out right. of us prayer prayer changes to prayer absolutely All right, absolutely brother. and I think and I think you're right Glenn it's a communication it's you know communication is a two-way street and I love what I love what you said about meditation I, I you know there just needs to be that listening to that intertwine that that inner cord inside you um, when you're in a prayerful state I think is is really the game changer and you know, we live in a busy world, and and I've learned to slow down. Um, I need to do it more often, but I've learned to slow down my prayer time. Um, not to say that during the day I'm, I'm not firing up stuff on the on the fly, but you know there is that time where you just need to listen to that 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 response. You know, we need to listen for the yes, the no, the maybe. Yep. You know. Yeah. Well, good stuff, man. Again. I had to stop my expectations of how I wanted the answer. How I wanted the format and the timing of the answer. Right. That doesn't work. You know, and, and that's getting out of the driver's seat. You know, that's, you know, step three. Turn my will in my life. That means I'm giving up the timing. Yeah, right, right. I'm giving up the result. Yeah. And, and that's what I say about the promises. I, I look at the promises today. 100% every one of them is coming true. And it looks mm -hmm. nothing like how I would have wanted, how I planned, how I thought. And the only yeah. thing I can attribute that to is it's not my will, it's not my life anymore. That's right. That's we it. got the brownie. We got the dessert and it was better than the brownie. Yep. Amazing. Love you, brother. All right, brother. Hey, praying for you. <laughs> Amen. See ya. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at asweunderstandhim.coffee. If sobriety is your desire and you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255 or dial 988. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their personal experiences about their spiritual journey and their path to sobriety. Therefore, any medical, spiritual, or perceived suggestions are their own opinions and should not be considered professional advice. See you next week.